0: Another game in which Philip Gustafson starts strong and finishes strong while the Wild figure things out in the middle. We talk about the continued run of excellence for Philip Gustafson on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is available on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we dive into some of the numbers behind Philip Gustafson and his continued role of excellence for the Minnesota Wild as he helps the Wild to a 4-2 win over the Washington Capitals. And uh, we'll look ahead to try to figure out if this run, and of course it is, is sustainable. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and stop me if you have heard this one before. The Wilds, a little bit of a slow start, and so uh, the opponent in this case, the Washington Capitals, gets off to a strong start. They had 17 shots in the first period, but Philip Gustafson allows just one goal, and that one goal attributed to a defensive breakdown in front of the net, as uh, Matt Dumba and Matt Zuccarello both inadvertently vacate the front of the net, um, and... It just leads to a point-blank opportunity right in front of Gustafson, and uh, the Capitals are able to capitalize on that goal. But, Wild score three times in the second period, and then a little bit of another defensive breakdown leads to the second goal for the Capitals. 3-2 heading into the third period. Philip Gustafson facing an extra attacker, Facing a couple of power play opportunities throughout the night. Does not allow another goal from there. And he just continues to be a huge driving force for this team this season. And Dean Evason said it after the game. He said uh, the team, by and large, was a little late to the party tonight. All except for Philip Gustafson. And he has done this night in and night out this season is that On the nights in which it takes the offense a little while to get going, the team in general to get going, Philip Gustafson stands tall as a brick wall, and we continue to move further and further into the territory of this is not just a hot stretch by a young goalie. Every start in which this gets backed up, and solidified and you go from one great start to the next and now you just have this lengthy run of good starts leads you to believe that there is something sustainable about what Gustafson is doing and that he did just need an opportunity from uh, a team that was not looking to him to be you know, the franchise guy. Um, but just somebody who can come into the goalie room and can help be a regular contributor. Uh, Philip Gustafson has just put together, and it's getting better and better and better every month of the season. Uh, we'll talk about the numbers in particular uh, over his basically by month as the season has gone on a little bit later in uh, the show tonight. But I did want to key in Brett Marshall. Uh, who does the player cards, host of Sound the Foghorn, uh, does the player cards and after the game, and you look at the numbers for Gustafson in this game. His expected goals allowed was 4.37 in this game. The Capitals had the edge in shots. They had 35 shots. The Wild had uh, 22, I believe it was. So... You continue to see teams just pepper the net, and Gustafson just does not blink. He's unflinching, and he allows goals here and there, but a lot of times it's when things break down in front of him in which those goals occur. Again, we talked about it in the postcast, but I think one of the biggest sequences in the game last night was when Gustafson made... The back-to-back saves on Alex Ovechkin on a break to the basket or break to the net. He fired an initial shot towards Gustafson. Uh, it didn't go in. The rebound kicked off to the left, but Ovechkin got it back and he immediately sent a shot on the net because he's trying to get he's trying to get an opportunity in which the goalie maybe is looking for the puck or panics. And is trying to flip one in when the goalie takes his his eye off things, lets his guard down. Gustafson held firm. He stood up both times and uh, was able to keep Ovechkin from scoring and facing extra attacker pressure from the Capitals and facing a team that got things back in their favor in the third period. He didn't budge. And... There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He is single-handedly the biggest surprise for this team this season. We did not know what to expect from Gustafson when the season began. And he just continues to impress and continues to build solid start after solid start after solid start. And there are some very impressive things to the numbers that he is putting together that we will talk about uh, when we come back. Because you know, it doesn't matter if he is getting back-to-back starts. It doesn't matter if he goes a couple of games without starts. The numbers are just they're rock solid every way you slice them. And so we'll slice and dice the numbers uh, a little bit when we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wilds after this. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day of the week. I started taking AG1 because it helps you simplify your vitamin and supplement routine. All it takes is one delicious scoop of AG1, and you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Plus... AG1 is lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it's a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked On NHL Prospects show to get the full lowdown on everything going on leading up to the 2023 NHL draft and prospect rankings throughout the NHL as well. Lockdown NHL Prospects is free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. We continue to give some much-needed praise to Philip Gustafson after another strong start against the Washington Capitals. Talked about the uh, Brett Marshall player cards before the break. The Washington Capitals had an expected goals uh, four of 4.37 in this game. Peppered the net, ton of shots in both the first and third period. Philip Gustafson allowed two. And so his goals saved above expected for this single game, 2.37. He continues to be in the top 10 in the NHL in that category. He continues to be in the top 10 in the NHL in almost every meaningful category for a goalie. And you look at his numbers. I know in October it was a rough go. Had the three games, was 0-3, 10 goals allowed in the month of October and uh, 3.93 goals against average and 8.78 save percentage. Since then, he's done this. 3-1-1 one one in November, 1.97 goals, a lot, uh, goals against average, and a 9.33 save percentage. December, 5-1 and one, with a 1.98 goals against average and a 9.29 save percentage and a shutout. January, 2 and one with a 1.38 goals against average and a 9.49 save percentage. He gave up 10 goals in the month of October. He's given up 26 goals since. And he is dominant in wins. He's given up 13 goals in 10 games that he has won and now uh, has given up Fifteen goals in the eleven games that he's won. If you count last night's game, save percentage of over nine fifty four. Uh, he has dominated the Atlantic Division. He's dominated the Eastern Conference in general. Five and two with a one point eight seven goals against average. He has dominated the Eastern Conference with a one point eight seven goals against average. A nine twenty seven save percentage. Central Division, he's 2-2, two and two, 2.32, and a 9-26. But I think, you know, one of the most impressive things when looking at the numbers for Philip Gustafson, on three-plus days rest, which, lead, which is, hey, what we're doing right now with the wild kind of alternating starts between Marc-Andre Fleury and Philip Gustafson, three-plus days rest. He's started 14 games on three-plus days rest. He's uh, nine and five, probably now ten and five, factoring in uh, tonight, uh, last night's game, not uh, ten five and one, with a two point zero five goals against average. That's going to go down slightly, and a nine twenty nine save percentage, which is going to go up slightly. So he just every way you slice it, he's not phased by having a game off to allow Marc-Andre Fleury to step in and play. He's not phased by that in the slightest. He's not phased by the Eastern Conference in the slightest. He is at his best as well when he faces 30-plus shots. For the season, here are Philip Gustafson's numbers when he faces 30-plus shots, which has been an occasion that has happened multiple times because again as we've talked about this team just not the same level of even strength juggernaut that they were last season Philip Gustafson this courtesy of Statmuse is 5-1-1 with a 1.72 goals against average and a 951 save percentage when he faces 30 plus shots and makes 30 plus saves this season and that includes the game early on in the season in which he uh, gave up five goals to the Colorado Avalanche. So, in those games in which he has made 30 plus saves, he's faced a total of 12 goals. You take that first game, you throw that out. In the 10 games since that he has faced 30 plus, uh, has made 30 plus saves, he's 5 0 1. He has allowed seven total goals. In those 10 games, that uh, in those six games, I should say, he's allowed seven total goals in those other six games where he's made 30-plus saves. So he's good. He's in rhythm in this tandem with Marc-Andre Fleury. He's at his best when he faces a ton of shots. He is stopping high-danger opportunities. He was 12 of 14 on the high-danger opportunities against the Washington Capitals last night. And you look at the two goals, they were right up in front on a redirect by Alex Ovechkin in one case, and then basically just a an open goal right in front where there was nobody to intercept uh, right out in front of Gustafson. And so beyond that was nails uh, against the Capitals, Up close. And so this all brings me to this overarching point. And I know it's probably getting repetitive because we just talked about it a couple of days ago in that the Wild need to look now that the Matt Boldy deal is done, they need to prioritize uh, players for the next wave of signings and extensions. Uh, Now that the Boldy deal is done. And I said it once, I will say it a thousand times. We have seen enough of a sample size, I think, for Philip Gustafson that he is a very capable goalie in this league, needed an opportunity, and yes, he does have a really good defense core in front of him. I get that. But in instances of high pressure, instances of facing a ton of shots uh, by a team, he has had more than a few occasions in which he has not allowed a goal in the third period despite facing just a ton of pressure. He has proven every possible way that he has some staying power. Whereas we saw the run that Kakinen went on, when Cam Talbot was injured a couple of years ago, and, and yes, that was a, a nice run for him to, uh, to put together a really solid rookie season. But those games by Capo, a lot of it was that he was allowing the offense to kind of set the tone and was hanging on to um, hanging on to finish the game at the end. Philip Gustafson is pulling the Minnesota Wild through this, through these games, allowing them opportunities to get their offense going, and then shutting the door at the end. It's a different level of competitiveness and compete than what we've seen from some of these other young Wild goalies over the past few seasons. It doesn't show any signs of slowing down because it just seems like there were some adjustments at the beginning of the season. And the team has just run and hid in a good way. They they have run and hid from that first few games of the season. Especially Philip Gustafson. So, if you pull any one thing from today's episode, be it the fact that what Philip Gustafson is doing... Now, maybe maybe he doesn't end up being this good for the duration of the season. Maybe there's a slight regression in the stats and maybe, you know, but if he can do even 80%, 85% of what he's doing right now, that is plenty for the Wild. Plenty for me to say, sign him to an extension and keep him around long-term. Because even with Jesper Volstead in Iowa starting to really turn the heat up, if Gustafson continues this role, you've got a guy that can be a very, very good starter until Walstead is ready. And then at that point, you can make some determinations and you can do some things uh, with the goalie room that this team has has really not had to worry about um, for a while. They haven't had this type of goalie presence since Dubnik. I've seen enough to to try to want to see this continue. So whether or not – and I'm sure Bill Guerin will try to get that ball rolling – But I've seen enough to want to see the Philip Gustafson run continue for this team. It seems like he's found a spot that he's comfortable, and he is absolutely carrying this team when he is out there on the ice uh, for the Wild. So it's been a sensational run for Gustafson. He's at a career high in starts already, so it's not as though he just has kind of benefited from a good team in front of him. He's doing a lot of this himself. And so as we finish today's episode of Lockdown Wild, uh, we will debate as to whether or not to put him even into that uh, next core for this team. And uh, that debate comes up after this. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source For sports betting info plus stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From the NFL playoffs to college basketball to the NBA and the NHL, they've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, so head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all that at BetOnline, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast. To get the full loadout on everything going on throughout the National Hockey League. Lockdown NHL is available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, absolutely free of charge. Do we put Philip Gustafson into that next core of players? I know Volstead down in Iowa is the heir apparent to the um to the goalie of the future. Spot, And I'm not trying to pull that away from him. But I think Gustafson coming in here and doing what he has done can give you hope for the next couple of years. Let's say Marc-Andre Fleury comes back next year. And you would assume that with him getting to the level that he is at age and the amount of time that he's played that his performance is going to at some point he's going to hit that wall and not just be able to do it at the same level that he has for his entire career you don't have to worry about that at all if you take the steps to put philip gustafson in a wild uniform for the uh, next few years Because you'll be using him as your number one anyway next season. If the Wild opt to just try to cross out some of those, um, just try to cross off some of those roster questions. So even assuming that, let's say Volstead gets the entirety of the year in Iowa next year, just hypothetically, I think. Volstead is better than that to where we'll see him at some point, probably next season. But what I'm, the point that I'm getting to is that you can eliminate the question marks of like, oh, well, what happens if it doesn't work out that way? Because of Philip Gustafson. You can put him in as a starter next year, and if Marc-Andre Fleury is not as effective, if Jesper Volstead isn't ready – not only do you not have to go out and shop for a goalie, you have your starter. You may just need a backup because here's the other side of the coin. Let's say Marc Andre Fleury calls it a career at the end of this season. You don't have to worry about that either because you've got Philip Gustafson who can start. He is going to, has shown that he's capable of, uh, of handling the workload. And so, whether Flurry's back or not, Gustafson, if the Wild keep him around, can be the guy. You go get a backup if you need. And even then, if you want to ease Volstead into it the year after, you have Gustafson. Philip Gustafson is 24 years old. He has, as we mentioned, he has just set a career high in starts this season. So, we didn't really know what we had coming into the season. And so, the possibility to keep going with that and to stumble upon a guy you weren't anticipating being part of that goalie future, to stumble upon somebody who figures it out, I just don't think it's an opportunity that the Wild want to waste. And... What that deal looks like, again, I'm, that's not my strong suit. But I think we just have passed the point of being able to um, let it slide. So I, I want to see this team commit to Philip Gustafson so that they can solve some of these issues that may pop up over the next couple of years. And with the fact that he has kind of caught fire here this season, Bill Guerin should be able to offer a little bit of assurance for the same sort of thing that we saw with Matt Boldy's deal. Now, maybe it's not to that uh, same level, but it's, it's offering a little bit in the way of cost up front over the first year or two, where maybe you say, hey, we'll give you X, which is a little over what we would generally give. And in those next few years of the deal is where you see the benefit, you see the value that uh, a player like Philip Gustafson can provide. I'm fully on board. I want this to happen. He is squarely next on my priority list for this Minnesota Wild team because regardless of what ha- what's happening with the lineup in front, and there's going to be some roster turnover for next year. That's just a given at this point. He has shown the ability to shake all that off and to keep this team in games when they need it and to shut the door when the Wild are hanging on at the end and uh, are just hoping that the equalizer goal doesn't cross uh, to, to come away with wins. He, he has had a fantastic season so far. And I would love to see him rewarded for that because with the history that this wild team has had with goalies, it's, it's not always a guarantee. And this is a perfect instance in which the wild kind of stumbled into a good thing here after, uh, after trading camp Talbot, we didn't know what to expect coming into the season. He has more than shown. He is way capable of, uh, of being a solid goalie in the NHL. So Tip of the cap to Philip Gustafson and uh, hope that he is able to continue this run because it has been a lot of fun to see him do it uh, over and over and over and over and over again for this wild team. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure your second listen is of course the Locked on NHL podcast to get the full load on everything going on throughout the National Hockey League. Locked on NHL is free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Just like Locked on Wild. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Amazon Music, all social media as well. So make sure you hit subscribe and follow us throughout the rest of the season. We have pre and post game content for you on game day. Plus, we've got new episodes all week long as we keep you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild, with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network.